What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Split Screen Gaming Podcast, the occasionally weekly podcast where two or three, or sometimes three. 17 best friends three. gather around each three. other's home stuff and talk to each other <laughs> with microphones and abodes. This is the 30, 40th? Is this 40th 40? episode. This is the 40th episode the of our humble episode. little baby podcast, and we're getting a Corvette. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, dang it, Bobby. Uh, we have lots of really... Sh- I tried to think of a good word that starts with SH, but all I can think of is shitty. But like, yeah, man, it's not shitty, though. That this shit's is sick. Be a big episode. We have a great episode. We have... Uh, what is the name of that thing that happened? Game Awards. <laughs> we have the Game Awards <laughs> It's to talk so about. great, I can't remember the we name We have of PSX it. to talk about. We have other shit to talk about. But first, Holden, tell me what the fuck you played this week. I played two games. This Splatoon. Week. Splatoon 2. T W O O N. That's what they should have I, called it. They should have called it Splatoon with a number two or the twoo. T W O. I think it would have been too cheesy. Yeah, well, it's Nintendo. Like people already the game make fun of them for stupid stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, I played a lot of Splatoon, um, Splatoon 2. My brother is getting it for Christmas. He doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can oh, say that. Oh, thank God. And I want to get better at it because I haven't played it in a while. Fuck, 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 fuck. Everyone else, I'm so sorry if you're offended. Um, Am I though? I always feel I, I always forget that I do have family members that listen to this, and I just still curse and say. Do you really? Things. Hi, Holden's family. Yeah, You're all wonderful and great. I just I'm <laughs> so hyper right now, and I love being giggly and funny. That's okay. I'm always muted and dull and boring. So. Oh, that's why you're wearing. Oh, a games muted have been played this poly. week. Yes. What games have you been playing aside from Splatoon so, Two? Lots of Splatoon. Was there anything new that came out in Splatoon, or did this, you just this... decide to pick it up? No, like I said, my brother was getting it for Christmas, oh, and I just right. kind of wanted to get back listening. into it. But I, honestly, that game is so much fun. Every match is a little unique and different, and it just is so spontaneous and fun. And now that you can do video captures, I'm constantly capturing video of the game. Of all the wiener-looking fish? None of them look like wieners No, we've all. talked about this before. They have, like, wiener hats or, like, the, the eggs or sperm. Oh, or something. in Salmon Run? That's yeah. it, yep. Yeah, in Salmon Run they do kind of, yeah. And I'm convinced that Nintendo handles gameplay capture... In terms of usability and getting to it, so much better than PlayStation does it on the PS4. Okay. Because PlayStation gets this, like, 15-minute clip, and I'm like, I just wanted to get that one thing that I did, and now I have to crop out most of the video. Yeah, but what if you need to get a minute of video? Then, I then don't, you gotta, I don't ever really, you gotta export it. You I don't gotta ever link really it together in It's always the and... moment I want to capture. Such as for me, I just want to capture well, that moment right. of a video. I want to so capture just hold 15 the button down. Of video. You just hold the button down and it captures it. With the PlayStation, you got to push it and then say you want to save the clip, and it just takes up too much time. I can be in the middle of a Splatoon match, little inklings surrounding me, yeah. shooting ink all over yeah. the place, and I can be like, "Want what? I'm capturing this moment, and I do, yeah, and well, I still beat all the I asses. can be at the end of a match, didn't even have to think about it. You know what? Ten minutes ago, something cool did happen. Boop, save it all. See, I don't remember that ten minutes ago something did happen because... Why are we even I'm talking about this? Why is this a point of contention? We don't fight on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it's a really great mechanic. I like it a lot. Um, they handle that really well. The only thing is that the video quality isn't super high. Yeah, it's like cell phone footage captured on a Motorola Razor. It's not that bad, yeah. but it's definitely below 720p, for sure. Nice. And the frame rate isn't as high as it is in the game. That's something they can fix in software. And the graphics aren't as good as the PS4. No, the graphics are so I wish much it captured PS4. PS4 Pro <laughs> graphics when you hit the gameplay button saving, because it doesn't have to, like, render anything, right? It's yeah, that's not... Done. Yeah, the, the, down, the degradation in quality is not a Nintendo thing. Just, that's a... <laughs> Sony does that, too. It's, it's the same thing. Uh, if you want really good capture... Um, there's this little thing that came out. What is it? 
It's called Legend Animal of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Champions of me. Uh, oh yeah, Amiibo, I legitimately forgot about that. Of, of, of um, Champions Ballad. Um, so I played through all of it. I beat all of it because as soon as as soon as it was announced for well, kind of spoilers for some Game Awards stuff, they announced it and released it in the same night at the Game Awards. And I was seriously watching the Game Awards, just like, okay, is it up yet? Is is it up yet? And I just kept checking over and over again. Uh, it didn't. It actually did come up a little bit before midnight, so it, it was that night. And then I barely slept that night because I just played a ton of it. It's it's really good. It's there's some problems I have with it. What are the problems? Go. That's all I care about. Why do you hate this game? Hold on. Tell me why <laughs> you just want to hear bad Zelda. things about Zelda. So yeah, we'll start with the bad stuff. So there's the motorcycle, which it's a it's a you have a unicorn. You have a pet robot unicorn. Yeah, it's like a it's like a horse head motorcycle thing. And you only get it after you do everything, which I hate that in video games, yeah. where it's like, hey, cool, you've done everything in the game. Here's something really awesome that would have made the rest of the game really cool. Too bad you can't use it for any of that. Like the infamous Second Son concrete powers? You finally get yeah. them, and I'm like, well, I 100% of the game, and I don't have any fucking thing to use these concrete powers on now. Thanks a lot. Yeah, so that was that was frustrating. The motorcycle is kind of cool, but it was not ready. Not ready no. for usage. It freezes. The game will straight up lock and freeze nice when it has to load something and run the motorcycle i actually took a screen cap of that and put it on on twitter within a period of 30 seconds it froze twice and then after i captured the footage it froze two more times really quickly nice i was i was really bummed because so they straight up are calling this also Link's divine beast we'll get to that dumb (laughs) in a second we'll get to that in a second actually that divine beast is is a weird term to use for this um I was upset because the game had really fixed most of its frame rate problems. Yeah. To the point where I'm like, I'm not even worried about that anymore. And then this happens, and I'm like, come on, man. That's just a shame. And they go and do if something it didn't like work, this. Just don't include it. And no one would have been like, what do you mean there wasn't a motorcycle in the Champions Ballad DLC? No one would have thought twice about nope. it. Nope. Nobody. Nope. So, Nobody. That was upsetting. But there are new shrines oh how and many they're really how many? good they're hand there's 16 new shrines oh and that sounds like they're actually very little um uh, but they're beefier they're a lot beefier mm-hmm. all of them mm-hmm. are Beefy. extremely clever and i would go as far as to say that most of them are among the top best shrines in the game period hey there everyone I just want to let you know that we're about to get into a little bit of spoiler territory, and I'm retroactively letting you know that that's happening. Check out the time code in the description of this podcast to find out when we stop talking about spoilers for Zelda DLC. Enjoy your regular, God damn it, regularly scheduled programming. Fuck! Oh. They are really good. Oh. There's one in particular that really messed with me. So, like, you are on the great plateau you get this item which is a stupid name but it's actually kind of fun it's called the one hit obliterator ooh and when you grab it it brings your hearts down to a quarter you have one quarter of a, oh, of right, a right, heart right, left right, right. so you can kill anything in one hit but you can also get killed in one hit so this is your dream weapon um but it, it if once you use it two times consecutively it needs to recharge so you can't just like <laughs> wail they really know, but it makes you kind of think about how you approach enemy scenarios because yeah. you'll have tons of guys coming after you. It's also the only weapon you can use that's melee. You can't switch to any of your other swords. So you really have to think strategically, how am I going to use my, my runes? How am I going to use my bow um, when I'm going against three Lazalfos that are just running after me right now? So you have to beat like a thing of en- like a little group of enemies, and then you unlock the shrine. And there's one where... Do you, know, do you remember the... Um, 
the test of strength where you right, have like one guardian. Shrines. How yeah. many of the 16 are combat shrines? None, but this so this one is, but not really, okay. and, and I'll explain why. So you walk in and it's a combat shrine, and I'm like, really? That's stupid. I will hit it with one hit and it's dead. That's the lamest combat shrine ever. So I hit it, and then, like, the other side of the room unlocks. You walk into it, and there's no monk in there for you to... But there's going to be spoilers, by the way, for this. There's there's no monk for um, for the shrine. There's just a switch. You hit the switch, and the whole bottom of the floor of the, of the combat room, like, caves, like, moves down like an elevator. And there's a whole shrine underneath. And it was just kind of like played with your expectations of what I was expecting from the game versus okay, then what okay. I got. They, there were some really clever things in there. There was one where you have all these balls that are like rolling down this little hill, and one of them is like the orb you have to collect to put in um, uh, like a switch so it opens up a door for you. Yep. But you can't get to that hill. You have to use one of the magnetic bulls and like scoop it up and then like carry it over. And that was actually really fun. Because there was, like, an extra treasure chest that was also falling down there that he had to kind of collect that one, too. There was a bigger orb and a smaller orb, so one unlocked different parts of the room. There were some things that I'm like, all of this should have been in the original game. I'm not upset that it wasn't, because the original game has a lot of content in it. Mm -hmm. But, man, Mm -hmm. there was some really good stuff. Okay. And then once you get past all of that, uh, there's a new... I'm calling it Dungeon. I refuse to call it a Divine Beast. Okay, okay. Um, Is it a Divine Beast, though? So, spoilers for this next segment. If you care about spoilers in this DLC, please stop listening for the next, like, three minutes, I'll say. say Uh, We are, by the way, we are doing timestamps for this. So, I will put in a timestamp in the description. Oh, perfect. For when we're stopping to talk about spoilers. You're so, what did I say about you being perfect, Chad? You're so perfect. I know, I know. Why don't you send me some money? (laughs) (laughs) So, there is a, a new dungeon. It is referred to as a divine beast. Okay. But it is absolutely not a divine beast. It's like a divine beast dungeon hybrid. What shape is it? That's the thing. It's not something that's walking around. You go underground. You go back into the Shrine of Resurrection where you start the game. Yep. You put your Sheikah slate back in the little terminal you got it in, and the whole room is an elevator, and it goes down underground. Okay. And it's basically a big central room. And then four smaller rooms that are off of it. It okay. doesn't look like any animal or anything like that, but it is still a divine beast. So it's a mole, and you're going inside its four legs. No, it's underground. Yep, it's you not a just mole. you just don't have the imagination to know that you were inside a mole the whole time. But it's it a mole. honestly seemed more like an engine inside of it. Mm, yeah, it's the a whole thing mole. <laughs> it's the whole thing centers centers around a large gear system in the middle of the room. And based how that gear is turning, it affects the entire other four rooms. It's like one of them is a lava room where you have this middle pillar that is spinning and has spikes on it. And you have to, like, turn it in a way that you can avoid the spikes as you're walking along it. One is based on, like, wind, and it controls if the wind's blowing or sucking in to kind of control how you move in, in that area. So they all center around that concept. It was... A really good dungeon for Breath of the Wild. Like I still uh, so would want more. Dungeon. Was that so? It wasn't a good dungeon. No, I would say like I would want a more robust, deeper dungeon in a future Zelda game. But for the dungeons I've gotten in Breath of the Wild, it is. I would say it goes the camel than this one very closely. 
which okay. I thought the camel was the best one. Um, but then there's a boss okay. at the end, and it is a new boss, and it Anubis? was very unexpected. Anubis? It is, you literally fight one of the monks that you see at the end of the shrine. Is he dead? He stands he up, and he becomes huge. It becomes bigger, and then he starts, like, multiplying, and there's tons of them, and it's kind of like one of those Phantom Ganon things where you have to decide which one is the real one. Right, which portrait I still... I'm going to shoot at while he's coming through in the forest temple. Yeah, I mean, like, no, it's, what was the, there's a, maybe it's not Phantom Ganon, there's a Zelda boss, and I can't remember of it, where there's, like, 50 of them, not 50, but it's, like, 10 of them, and you, only one of them is, oh, it's, it's Phantom Ganon in Wind Waker, where there's a bunch of them, and you have to figure out which one is the right one. Gotcha. Um, so it's like that. It was it was a really good boss battle. I still beat him on my first try, but I was definitely having to think on my feet a lot more than I have had for the other bosses. It was to the point where if I play this in master mode, I think I would have a really hard time against him. So it was it was a good boss. I liked him a lot. How does that Divine Beast contribute to the end of the goddamn? End of the game? Uh, yes. Like, does it also take away from Ganon's health? No. It does not. What is weird, though, is that once you beat that Divine Beast, you get back in Hyrule again. Zelda does the whole, like, Link, Link. Link, the Blood it's, Moon. It's and going to she's eat just saying, now you can finally beat Ganon. Truly, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, if I go and fight Ganon now, it'll be like he's really gone. And Hyrule Castle won't have, like, monsters and stuff like that. So I fought him again, which... I fought him again with the Phantom Ganon armor, which was kind of awesome. It was like yeah. Ganon versus Ganon. Uh, as a huge Zelda nerd, that was a really funny moment. Especially when you're talking to Zelda at the end of it. And she's like, thank you for defeating Ganon. And I'm like, bitch, I'm right here. Uh, I'm still <laughs> Ganon. Haha. <laughs> Chad did not really find that no, funny. I didn't. <laughs> um, I gave you a courtesy laugh, though. I'm sure other people thought it was funny, so I was pretending to be No them, one. So no you... one else thought that was funny. Yes, Nobody. they did. No, they didn't. You're right. You suck. No, they didn't. Go on. I do suck. Um, when I went to go fight Ganon again after that, it did have the little, like, defeated sign next to Ganon. So it's, like, marked that I have beaten him. Mm. But that's all. That was really it. So, it overall, it was it was good DLC. I liked it a lot. Wait a minute. How do the other champions come into play here? Oh, it's just the stupid story stuff in Breath of the Wild where, like, you beat the... the, the uh, after you do the Great Plateau Challenge, there are other shrines around the kingdom. And once you've beaten those shrines, you kind of complete something regarding that Divine Beast. So there's, there's three sets of shrines per Divine Beast. And once you beat those shrines, you go back to the Divine Beast, and you fight the boss of that Divine Beast again in a restricted manner where they give you only a single sword against him, and you can't use any health items or anything like that. Okay. So they kind of make it more challenging. And then you beat them, and there's a little cutscene of, like, how Zelda recruited that that champion. Okay. So you don't actually get to play as any of those champions. No. I wouldn't have wanted to play as the champions. Everyone you kept saying, you're going to play as the champions. I mean, I'm like, are the, you serious? Motorcycle. What was that? You're going to play as the motorcycle. No, I don't, because the game freezes when you play as it. Then again, I still was riding the motorcycle everywhere I went. Nice. Like, it was still, it was still fun, but it was just bothersome when it froze. But overall, it was good. Um, it didn't, like, blow me away or anything. The only thing that blew me away was that it came out that night. That was yeah. a really great surprise. That, that, was, was, a, that was a good awesome. move by them. 
That was an awesome move. I'm also so, glad that yeah. that's the last piece of Zelda content so we can stop talking about it ever again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll bring it up every five seconds. Yep. Every week I'll be like, so what'd you play? Hold on. Champions Ballad Amiibo. Uh, I keep saying <laughs> Champions Ballad Amiibo. Champions Ballad DLC. All right. That again. is the end of our spoilers for the Zelda goddamn DLC. Goddamn stands for DLC. Yep. So those are the so, two things you played. Yeah, guess a what lot. I played? I played about forty-five minutes of Curse of Osiris, mm-hmm. which is the Destiny Two DLC. Yep. Uh, I only played sorry. one mission. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I mean, we'll it's get fun. to the reviews, and I'm sorry about that. No, it's fun. I mean, for, I think for for everything I've heard, as the type of Destiny fan I am, the casual like, cool, I want to play through the story content and do some of the stuff. Yeah, that sounds really great and fun, and the story stuff is fine, but it's still like other shit like oh my gosh it takes away the raid from those who are only have the main game and they don't want all the other shit like we'll get into the, that and yeah we'll, we'll, news, we'll but... talk about that in the review i'm sure you have more to say yeah. about it than i do actually uh for me totally fine but it's only again i've only played 45 minutes and the first mission i played was actually broken i got at the very end it's like talk to this guy who spawned inside the temple thing and i get in there and he just never spawned i was like yeah, I've been All hearing right. stuff like that happens in the game. So I had to restart it. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so I don't really have much to say about it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. They raised yeah. the level cap, raised the goddamn mm-hmm. power level as well. Yeah, I played... The... What? I was going to say, so from the reviews, it didn't get great reviews, but I think it's more because Destiny 2 set high expectations, and yeah. this didn't meet that, as opposed to this being a revoltingly terrible experience that's awful. Sure. That's kind of the vibe I got. People just had high high hopes for it. Sure. Uh, la, la, la. I also played played a little bit more Gears of War 2. I'm at the end of Act 2 on that one out of 5. Liking it. And then I've been playing some more Bioshock. That's our game of the month this month yeah. for everyone to play. And then we'll talk about it at the end of the month. And I... Don't Last about September, I started a... I guess it was right after it launched, I guess. I was like, I want to try to beat this game and get the Platinum. And if you don't know, the Platinum trophy in that is you have to... One of the hardest trophies is you have to beat the game on Survivor difficulty without resurrecting using Vita Chambers. (laughs) Jesus. I started it way back last September, and I was like... I got stuck about an hour and a half in on this part where I just couldn't beat anything, and then I quit, and then I came back this week and i got past that part and i kept going and I've, I've i'm like maybe four or five hours into the game now and it's good we'll talk more about it though later yeah at a later date i just checked twitter while you said that and i actually have a new news story a nude nudes a news story nude story a nude naked story it's kind of stupid to say a new news story the word new is in news implying that it is new so you say i found a new story no you can't say that because the word laughter is in slaughter, but they're not the same thing. That's an excellent point. I take back everything I've ever said in this podcast. Unless slaughter just stands for silly laughter. That's probably it. That's what it is. When you're dying, you're just laughing hysterically. You just don't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. That is uh, what we played. Hey, tell me about your new news story that you just came out with, that you goddamn shitted. Um, Atari has a, a uh, pre-order date for... The Atari box. Oh, I forgot that was happening. Did they tell yeah, us what it is? <laughs> that's exactly the problem. It's $200. You can buy it on Thursday. No one knows what it is still. Good. So, Great. It so, looks aesthetically like a cool console. Like the box bomb. itself is cool. But that's, yeah. You'll find it at an Urban Outfitters for 60 bucks way down the road. Don't I was worry. I was going to say Salvation Army. It'll be at Salvation Army any day now. Yep. It'll be like pre-orders before it comes out, Salvation Army. 
or Marshalls? Yep. Marshalls. I'm a TJ Maxinista. Oh, okay. Did you know that in Germany it's called TK Max instead of TJ Max? I wonder if it's like TJ is like an offensive term. I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say because like they wouldn't have replaced BJ's, but I can think of two brands that have BJ's. There's BJ's, BJ's Warehouse it's like, and BJ's, BJ's Warehouse Eatery. The, yeah, the restaurant. Yeah, which is weird. Why do they name it that? I don't know. Probably for blowjobs. That's exactly why. Have you we... ever been to a BJ's restaurant? I'm sure they give you blowies under the table while you eat. And that's why everyone loves BJ's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, uh, how old are you? This is a family restaurant. No, 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 no. Not a family restaurant. You can't come in here. No, the, we'll Not blow your works. whole family. oh man so all right that was the start of the news and instead pay zero dollars for pokemon go because there are now 50 ruby and sapphire pokemon in pokemon go Uh, titties dynamic weather system which is pretty cool yeah i was confused about that but that actually sounds pretty awesome like when it's raining outside you'll find more water pokemon when it's snowing outside there'll be more pokemon that are kind of prone to the cold like yep that's kind of cool i like that and the ones you find are like powered up a little bit more too and they have a higher cp and you get more stardust from them i feel like now you'll actually hear the phrase oh my god it's raining i can't wait to go outside yeah catch a squirtle they do have like extreme conditions warnings as well like it's dangerous pokemon don't like this weather don't go outside Oh, I like so that's that. That's good too. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's a really smart thing because it makes the the world, which is the real world, more believable in the context of Pokemon Go. It's yeah. very cool. I like that. That's a cool addition. So I'm still hooked. I took three days. Three days. I decided I'm not going to play Pokemon Go, and then there was some event, and Farfetch'd was catchable for only 48 hours, and I was like, God damn it! I got to <laughs> catch like, Farfetch'd. I'm not going to do heroin. I'm not going to go to Japan. Heroin. And then your dealer texts you and is like, hey, man, half off. Buy, buy one heroin, get the other heroin free. And you're like, all right, I guess I'm doing that again. But see, in this case, I didn't even have to buy the heroin. It was just there for 48 hours. I just had to go get it. It's Yeah, it's more like your dealer just like, hey, bro, you want to come over? <laughs> all right, I'll come over. Oh, heroin, heroin, heroin. Um, oh, we there love are a couple heroin. of, before, we're going to get like into the there, game there's a lot of new stories yeah, stuff in those segments. On. But a couple of things, there are a couple of release dates. Then I wanted to shout out, uh, mostly for some HD collections. Yeah. So Devil May Cry HD collection Ooh. has been announced for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Did you PC. ever play Devil May Cry? I played Devil May Cry 4. I played a little Devil May Cry 1, and I played a little of DMC. I like them. They're fun. They're not very deep. They're action games, right? Yeah, they're action games in the same vein as like Bayonetta or... Bayonetta. All I can think of is Metal Gear Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. <laughs> you were going to say Metal Gear Solid. I'm like, I haven't played those games. I know that's no. not an action game. <clears throat> so this is a uh, a collection that's coming out March 13th, 2018. Not coming to Switch. But what's interesting is that this same exact collection, the HD of all three games, 1, 2, and 3, also came out on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 in 2012. So this is just a re-release for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Okay. Coming in March, and then one more release is Assassin's Creed Rogue HD, rated for PS4 and Xbox One. Do you remember that one? Yeah, that's random. Yeah, that was the one. It was like a DLC. No, no, no. This was this was the year after Black Flag. Because remember, Black Flag straddled the new new console launch, and it was available on both PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. That's right. Yeah. This was the year after when they made Unity that was only on the new Freedom consoles. Cry was the one that was like a DLC edition. Sorry, I keep going. Yeah, I don't know why you're bringing that up because that's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but we Rogue, don't like this podcast. We just sarcastically <laughs> push each other off. Rogue came out on the previous gen consoles only, so PS3 and Xbox 360 in 2014. So those people who had the new systems didn't get to play that one. But apparently, that one that year was the better of the two. So Interesting. That's coming out on March 15th, 2018. Was that the same date? Is that March know. 15th? And March I don't know. 13th. I never listened to you. So 15 and 13th. So March, big for some uh, re-releases. Again, PS4 and Xbox One, not Switch. Damn Wait, it. I have one more thing I want to wrap up with de- release date-wise. Ubisoft delays three games. Ubisoft has delayed Far Cry 5 for about a month. Uh, maybe a little... Uh, yeah, about a month. Yeah, they said like to make the gameplay experience... Or they said something about like to meet the lofty goals of our... I mean, it was a very PR statement. Like a whatever. month, you could just say, like, "Hey, there's some bugs we found." I still got to play Far Cry Four, and then we're also going to have God of War Three and Shadow of the Colossus coming out that I got to play. So, well, as much we time as I can officially know if God of hey, War is coming hey, out then, but hey, it probably hey, is. Hey, 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 hey! So March sixteenth, twenty eighteen, is now the Crew Two, and March twenty seventh is Far Cry Five. So the Crew Two is the second game, and then a third one that was unannounced. Still has not been announced, <laughs> but is coming in the 2019-2020 fiscal year instead of the 2018-2019 fiscal year. So Ubisoft is doing a... Uh, they Well, they... I'm talking really fast today. Probably shouldn't have gone and visited my heroin dealer. Is heroin a depressant? I don't know. Um, I, I have... In my vast experience, I can tell you that I don't, I've never used it. Well, 43% of your diet is heroin. That is true, yeah. That's why it doesn't have any effect on me. It just feels normal. Right. So I can't tell if it's a, a upper or a downer. I just can't tell anymore. There, um, and it's messed with my memory so much. I can't remember what I, it was like when I first sh- used it. So. Sh- 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 no, sh- I will sh- not sh- shut up, Chad. You've done enough talking <laughs> on this podcast. Um, basically, they said, hey, we took some extra time on Assassin's Creed this year, and it led to some good stuff. We're going to take some extra time on these games, too, and make it worth it. So good for you, Ubisoft. Finish your game. Sorry, we'll what play games it when it's ready. Again? I really wasn't listening. Far Cry Five, the crew, and yeah. whatever the goddamn they haven't announced yet. Okay, okay. So like Watch Dogs, which probably we've decided to take our time and never release a new one ever again. <laughs> Do you have anything not related to Game Awards or anything, or should I finish up that? Literally all my stories related to the Game Awards. Okay, so uh, then I'll just do these next two then. Please do. Do Tell you like constructing it. bridges? Do you like portals? Do you uh. like constructing? Bridges with portals and the portal guys. <laughs> I'd like Valve to release an actual new game. That's what I would like. So if you have a, a Mac or an iPhone or an Android or whatever the goddamn else bridge constructor the game comes out on, they are making a portal licensed version of that. So cool, I guess, if you're into mobile games that are like that. And then one more. Away. PS4 Pro. Oh, Two things about PS4 Pro. If it's Sony related, why not just wait till PSX? Uh, because they weren't announced at PSX. Uh, okay. So you're goddamn shit. <laughs> uh, Sony has sold 70.6 million PS4s worldwide, that's which nothing. is up 10 million in six months. <laughs> yeah, no, that's extremely impressive. Yeah. I actually can't believe the pace has continued to grow like that. Yeah. Which, that's and really impressive. If they are, so that's, they gained 20 million units in one year. If they continue that pace, then by E3 next year, they will have sold more than last generation's consoles already. Yeah, that's extremely impressive. But consoles are dead. Consoles are dead. Consoles are dead. Uh, Also impressive, this this is not shipped, but this is sold through as well. 
before you go on to oh, is this more, more sales figures? Go ahead yeah. for that. Then that's fine. Also impressive. Point on that topic. PSVR has sold two million cop two million units as well. I think that makes it the best selling virtual reality headset by a long shot. Oh, absolutely by a long shot. I don't think the, yeah. any of the other two have even reached one million. But their goal I don't think was... it's because it's the best, but it's because it's the most accessible. It's the absolutely. easiest easiest VR solution to get into. No, hands and down, HTC Vive is the the best experience. But yeah, this that's is definitely for the average person. Uh, no, but their goal was 1 million by March, I believe. And they didn't quite hit that, but it has really picked up, especially with Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking That's of... Great. Well, it's also been... It's got sales um, um, sales drop or price drops. It's got all sorts of things going for it. Yep. The, the library is a little bit more robust now. Speaking of, those sales are coming back. Black Friday sales, and sometimes you can even find them better. Uh, until Christmas right now, PS4, will have, PS4 Pro will be discounted and uh to 349 i believe and then yeah, psvr is discounted to 199 for the regular bundle and then like all the same black friday discounts you found yeah PSVR. so i'm very curious how internally this is affecting them going into playstation 5 because i don't think playstation 5 is as far out as you would think <clears> it is <throat> like i think we will see it in the beginning of 2019 and it will come out at some point in 2019 it's not coming out next year, but I mean the sales if they keep going up. Why would Sony why, feel pressure exactly. to, why to release it? New? Unless the PS5 is completely 100% backwards compatible, and they don't feel like they're ripping off their their user base. But I don't know. Like it's an interesting predicament because they've said we're not going to have this console generation be as long as the last one was. Because the reason the last one was so long was because the recession yep. a few years into it is what um, which led to that. But every generation has really been about five years or so before that. I think what's more likely is that we see a PS4 Ultra to catch up with the Xbox One X instead. And then PS5 is like three years out, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if the internals of a PS5 run off the same architecture as a PS4, which I think is 99% certain, I'd be shocked if they decided to go to have like a cell architecture or something like that with, the dude with PS3. It's just the PS5 is just a matter of branding. Yeah. And, I mean, most of these developers who make games for PCs already make games that are scalable to different levels of power. So you could have, like, Death Stranding coming out as a PS5 launch game, but it still runs on PS4 with reduced settings or something like that. Speaking of Death Stranding... They could do that. There was a pretty long and crazy-ass cool trailer released at the Game Awards. Okay, we're not talking about... That yeah, we yet. are. We're done. We're ready to No, I actually, I, I have one more thing actually I just really want to talk about. Oh, because you're a lying fucking whore and you told me you didn't have lying, any news stories? Yeah, because I'm a lying whore. No, I didn't write the story down, but I just remembered it. Oh my god. Battlefront sales are apparently way down. Battlefront 2, we mentioned Star Wars. last week. No, no, no. So they are, there was an estimate now that says they've sold less than 1 million copies in the US. Compared to like Call of Duty, which sold something like 3.5 million copies which obviously are two different franchises but when your last game in the series battlefront one sold 14 million it's not great and now they're reducing the price and now it's 40 bucks is it really yeah it's 40 bucks now i don't think that's right in some outlets it is 40 dollars, is what i'm reading okay so some outlets might be putting it on sale but it is not officially from let's go to amazon let's check i'm going right now battlefront two searching and it doesn't show you the price on the front page but if you click in it's 
So you're it's right. $54.98. They took off $5.01. <laughs> uh, if you buy the Xbox One version, it is $59.99. If you buy the PS4 hmm. digital code, it is $59.99. Where were they So reducing? here's the they hearsay. Seem like... Oh, that makes me not believe your sales numbers now, too. Where's our credibility <laughs> as journalists, Holden? We are amazing journalists. Oh my Where God. was I seeing that? But probably at a liar source. um well i'll just shut up then i won't even share my notes for the game awards because clearly clearly it's all fake clearly fake news hashtag fake news nudes all right let's jump into this so i let's go through in chronological order yeah you just so you took notes for game i took notes notes you took notes for playstation yeah so we'll start off so we'll start off the pre-show which actually had some announcements in there it started off with the world premiere of World, World War Z. Oh, man. I looked at this game and I was like, what is this? What are we watching? It was like, oh, that kind of looks like the scene out of the movie World War Z, where they're all kind of piling up <laughs> on top of each other to get to a window. And I was like, oh, man, this must just be some kind of crazy, crappy mobile game. Because, oh, is this stage gone? No. It's too way resolution, way low resolution. Then <laughs> turns out it's a regular, legit game, and it looks like yep. crap. Yeah, I don't know what kind of game it is. I actually wrote in here uncertain what kind of game it is. It's a zombie game, but is it like a strategy? Is it action? Like, what is it? And the first it's thing a I thought... It's a cash grab game. Yeah, it's a cash grab game. The <laughs> first thing I saw when it was zombies running around was, oh, fuck, here we go again. I'm so tired of zombies. I'm so done with it. I don't want to see zombies anymore in video games. It's, it's like weird. the central thing. I'm just so done with Zelda. it. That's so weird. What was that? What? What so Zelda what happened next? Zombies? I don't know. It's something you're not tired of, even though it's been run into the ground. <laughs> it's not been run into the ground. They just no, revamped you it ran it into it. the ground by playing it for 400 hours. No, 300 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so the next they had their first award they gave out, which was Trending Gamer. So we're going to go through and say our prediction for this award and then what was the actual winner. And we said cool. that Steven's, um, is it Steven Spawn? Spawn? I remember, I think we both agreed we like Spoon. Spoon, yeah. yeah. Steven Spoon was our prediction. From Able Gamers. From Able Gamers. It went to Dr. Disrespect. That mullet sunglasses dude, and he wore the mullet and the sunglasses on stage. Good for yep. him, man. Which logically transitioned into world premiere Vacation Simulator. Oh, yes. This from the guys who fun. made Job Simulator. Yep, Vacation Simulator. You played uh, Job Simulator, so it was pretty fun, right? Uh, I played the demo on the VR disc, and yeah, it's fun. It's It's a stupid good time. Cool, 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 cool. I think it's also one of the like top five best-selling PSVR games. It seemed wacky and fun. And Actually, I played a little bit of it, I think. Not yeah. a lot of it, but I think I played a very tiny little bit of it, because you have the demo. Yeah. The next award was the best score slash music in a game. We predicted Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. It went to Near Automata. Yeah, Automata. Which I do hear is a really good game. I yeah. should play that. There was another world premiere right after that for world Smith premiere. and Smitherson Accounting Plus. Oh my god, I'm ridiculous. so fucking excited for this game. I first of all, it's made by um, Squanch Games and and Crows 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 Crows. With Squanch Games is Justin Roiland, the guy who voices and creates co-created Rick and Morty. Yeah, and this game looks like batshit crazy, screaming yeah. nonstop. I tried and, to write down, like, a little bit about what each game was so I could talk about it a little bit, and I just wrote down craziness. It just looks <laughs> I don't know insane. what this is. It looks insane. And from all the previews that I've been watching, like, for videos on IGN and things like that of people playing it, it's super exciting. And it's coming out next week. I think it's the 16th. Yeah. On mm-hmm. PSVR. It and is. And HTC? Mm-hmm. Sure. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. 
Looks fun as shit. I don't know. Can't wait. So here's a nitpick I have about the Game Awards. Jeff Keighley would just had two points, and this is one of them, where he would just rapid fire some award announcements. Yeah. Like, he lists just three off in a row, and I literally just, I'm like, shit, and I didn't get them all down. And I had to go online and look at them up afterwards. So there I hope I got all of them. I might have announced, missed them. too. Yeah. I mean, just like the Oscars and everything like that, too. There's like, hey, but all it, these other It wasn't like, and this one went to Resident Evil 7, and this one went to da-da-da. It was like, all right, guys, we got, uh, I'll just, I'll do it as fast as he did it. He said, all right, guys, and the VR game went to uh, Resident Evil 7 Racing Game Awards to Forza Motorsport 7, and best handle game was Metroid Prime uh, Samus Returns. I'm like, oh, what was all that? Yeah. I didn't catch all that, and he probably said some more that I missed, so my apologies. I mean, the show itself was already like two and a half, three hours long. It so. was three hours long, yeah. yeah. So to go through those slowly, VR game, we predicted Resident Evil 7. It was Resident Evil 7. What a game, What man. else was it going to be? Yep. What's next? Racing game, we predicted GT Sport. It was racing game slash sports game. We oh, yeah. predicted GT Sport. It went to Forza Motorsport 7. Okay. And then best handheld game, we predicted Metroid Samus Returns. And it went to Metroid Samus Returns. Oh, that's right, it did, because oh, we're the fucking best. Um, and here is where we had an awesome world premiere. And a prediction world that I premiere. made that was correct. Which, by the way, every prediction I made was accurate and came true. Oh, why don't you just suck your own dick about it? it was, I was very excited. I didn't expect all of them to come true, but every single one of them came true, <laughs> starting with this one. And it was world premiere. World premiere. Unnamed. From Software Project, with uh-huh. the Vegas trailer ever, <laughs> Shadows Die Twice, which I thought was the title, uh, Alex Dawson, who I don't think listens to this podcast, but he, uh, His name he's is in Dawson? a group chat with us. Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, I did say Dawson, yeah, Dawson. You did. Alex um, Dawson's Creek? <laughs> I was just going to say that. Um, he's best friends with James Vanderbeek. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought Shadows Die Twice was the name of it, but it just seems like it's a tagline. Yeah. And I don't think that's even... a open for interpretation there's a period at the end of shadows die twice which titles don't have periods at the end of them usually from software did announce on their twitter that new information on the shadows die twice project will be available in the next 12 months so we won't be seeing anything about that game for a while i hate them so much it looks like bloodborne 2 i know they're working on a new ip either that ip is a copy of bloodborne or they're making Bloodborne 2. Like, it, that bloody weapon that they showed, it yeah. looked like one of the trick weapons you get in Bloodborne. Well, you're a trick. I am a trick. Pony. A trick is what a whore pony. does for money. What's that from? <laughs> <laughs> New illusions, Michael. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was the funny reveal, because it showed, like, the little thing, like, the little, like, bloody weapon and i'm like oh what is this is this the from software and then it said from software and i was like yes and then it was over I'm like what <laughs> that's it i wanted yep. more so and that was I, I love how you were like you texted me and you said man that really makes me think that they're gonna sh- actually show off this game at psx tomorrow and yeah I was and like, then you tell nope. me that i replied story. with the article saying nope 12 months from now <laughs> yeah oh i'm like no but that's just them saying that so they can then fool us like they fool us in dark souls and bloodborne games nope no. And I wrote a letter as well and sent it to you via text message. Yeah, what it did. was. Yeah, I was very upset. I What's next? Now the actual show began. Yeah, it did. World and premiere. The best narrative was the first mm-hmm. award I was given mm-hmm. off the, mm-hmm. on the actual show. We predicted it was going to be Hellblade, but we were wrong, Chad. Yeah, we were. It went to Edith Finch. Yeah, this one kind of surprised me a little bit. I mean, that game was fantastic. Yeah. I don't know if it had the best narrative. It had a, uh, you know what? It did have a lot of really cool storytelling mechanics in it, though. 
but so did Hellblade. I don't know. Yeah. They're biased. They got paid off. I'm not upset about it. It was just an interesting kidding, choice. Yeah. It was weird. No, I actually really want to play Edith Finch now. You should. Yeah, I want to. I think you I said Ethan have. Finch, and that's wrong. Edith. I said Edith. No, you didn't. I said Edith. Well, I'm going to edit the podcast, and I'm going to go back and make you say Ethan. <laughs> I'll make it easy for you. Ethan. All Just right, take that, that clip out. and put it right there, okay? So world premiere was – uh, blah. The next thing was a world premiere. World premiere. From the creators of Firewatch, we have In the Valley of Gods, which is coming in 2019. It looks so gorgeous. In the Valley it's of Gods. How did I miss game. that? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it's a um, – it seems like it's another walking simulator. But this time, rather than like in Firewatch where your kind of companion was through the radio, it's an actual person with you. I don't remember seeing that so at all, like although an I did NPC watch character. most of it on a bus ride home. So Yeah. It, this is at the very beginning, like very early on, so okay. it's very possible you missed it. looks really pretty. It looks so pretty, I actually got concerned because like Firewatch did not run well. Like no. It would constantly get framey, and it's a walking simulator. Like What crazy – you know, physics and things like that that they have really running in this game. So I saw this and I'm like, oh no, this is going to run like shit. But I don't we'll know. Coming out 2019. So we got a ways off. Yep. I'll probably get it because I liked it. Next award was best action game. We didn't agree here, but only one of us was right. I was. You were right. I said that Neo's going to win. Chad said Wolfenstein was going to win. And I wrote my note here. Winner is Wolfenstein 2. Congratulations, Chad, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Who said all their predictions came true? Um, I said my predictions uh, about announcements, not not the actual uh, Well, they announced the winner for <laughs> the best action game. Um, I just listed off. They had a player-made Warframe trailer or PlayStation Store trailer, Nintendo Switch trailer, all yeah. trailers we've all seen before for the most part. Yeah. Then we had a Rockstar trailer for a GTA Online Doomsday Heist, which comes out in December. There was a Shape of Water trailer, which I thought was kind of oddly out of place, but then I remembered Kojima okay. is there. Not uh, Kojima, um, Del Toro. D- Kimura yeah, Kojima Del Toro. <laughs> Kojima's new movie, The Shape of Water. <laughs> uh, and that movie looks really good, but that's I, besides I the point. I saw it, and it was it was really good. But then Did I also okay. went and saw Lady Bird last night. I heard that was fantastic. And yes, it is excellent. But there is an extended trailer for Shape of Water before Lady Bird that shows you beat by beat the entire movie from start oh. to finish chronologically. All of the twists and everything in the movie is shown in this like two and a half minute trailer. That's terrible. Terrible. So if you go see Lady Bird, make sure you've seen Shape of Water first if you don't want it spoiled. I noted. I By the way, off topic, I was going to go see Coco. I really Great. want to see Coco. It was, it was excellent. I'm waiting until that stupid Frozen it's already gone. short. It's already gone. Cool. I'm going to yep. see that. That sounds unbearable. <laughs> yep. For those who haven't heard, I think this is hysterical. There was a 20-minute short in front of Coco from Frozen that was supposed to be an ABC Family short movie. I was talking to my dad, and he said, my brother, who's like 10 years old, turns up to him, and he's like, when is this going to end? <laughs> For the record, <laughs> ABC Family is now Freeform. Oh, Okay. Uh, next award, go. What, what happened next in the Game Awards? We have a lot to talk next, about, Holden. Um, Del Toro and Kojima got on stage together. No, they, they didn't. They presented the Norman best art direction. and Kojima. No. No? Oh, yes. This one is... You're right. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Apologize, Go on, Chad. goon. What was that about you always being perfect? I take that back. That's not true anymore. <sighs> they presented the award for best art direction. We yeah, predicted yeah. Cuphead, and we were goddamn correct. Oh, yeah, it was we Cuphead. were. Oh, what else was it going to be, though? What else is it going to be? Then they had the Breath of the Wild premiere. We've already talked about that. World we won't premiere. talk about that. 
This is one of my two favorite moments of the Game Awards, is, is this next thing. It was another trailer for um, for just a normal advertisement, but it was from Bethesda about yes. saving single-player games. That was so fantastic. Just saying, hey, we are committed to single-player games. We're not buying into this microtransaction crap. Don't worry, guys. The industry's looking out for you. I love that. I awesome. love that. Awesome. That was so awesome. Great moment. World premiere. World premiere. This one had me confused at first because his is Bandai Namco and I'm like oh these are the guys that make you know they're from software that's from software is underneath Bandai Namco and then they said do your souls still burn I'm like oh my gosh is <laughs> nope. this going to be Dark Souls what's happening and nope it's Soul Calibur Soul 6 Soul Calibur 6 did you ever play any of the Soul Calibers never never once I played the one on the I think it was the original Xbox and you had Spawn as one of the players it was Soul Calibur 3 I think my brother had the original on Dreamcast too Fun games, but the fighting mm-hmm. games. Was it as fun as the best role playing game of twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen of the Game Awards? I don't know because I never played Persona Five. Exactly. Oh! I haven't either, but I want to. We predicted it was going to win, and it did win. We're great. Next, this one totally surprised me. Best strategy game. We predicted Total War Warhammer Two. I know. It went right? to Mario Rabbids. Like I, right. we both loved that game, but it just doesn't seem like it'd be the best strategy game of the year when it's pretty watered down in comparison well here's the funny thing it got constantly compared to xcom it's just like a watered down xcom and it XCOM went up against also XCOM. in the category yeah, yeah. <laughs> good so for that was Nintendo, really though yeah good for them most anticipated game we predicted red dead 2 and it went to last of us part 2 good i i agreed with it being last of us part 2 and yeah. that that's what i would have gone for i thought that and to your point you brought this up in our predictions episode that red dead 2 would get it because it's closer and there's a little bit more like hype for it right now and also it's multi-platform so more people are excited for it yeah but that wasn't true yeah i guess not what about, else wasn't true our what? prediction for best family game oh i know right because we predicted mario kart and it went to super mario odyssey Mario Odyssey's only win for the night. Only win. I think that's kind of why I got this. It's like, hey, it's not getting anything else. Like, yeah. and it's such a good game. It's got to get something. It's it is better than Mario Kart. That's one of the. That's one of the crazy things about this year was such a fucking great year for gaming. That yeah, the best 3D play 3D Mario of all time gets one award as best family game. Isn't that awesome? That there yeah. are so many amazing games that even the best 3D Mario only gets Which, one tiny award. By the way, Nintendo like cleared house this year. They did. They did so well this year. This is spoiler year. alert: a Wii U game won Game of the Year. So, yeah, that is, I didn't <laughs> think about it that way. That's really funny. We'll get to that in a little bit. Before that, though, we had the best indie game. We predicted Cuphead, and it went to Cuphead. Cuphead. And there was an awesome moment that I wanted to point out because a lot there's a lot of like hate amongst gamers and like. You know, PlayStation versus Xbox, Nintendo is stupid, like, PC Master Race, all this other stupid stuff. And the developer from Cuphead got up there and said, did you, did you see this part? Yeah. Yeah, he said that all of these other indie games are great. Support them, pull out your wallet, and buy them. Yeah. That was awesome. That was really great. I just appreciated that. That was as they started to play the music off, too, right? Yeah. Like, they started the music and he goes, oh, wait, and also, also play yeah. all these other games are great. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. Um, we next had a, um, it was an interview segment between Jeff Keighley. This is my, one of my other favorite moments. Oh, I, I hated this moment. The Epic Games moment? Oh, wait, no, sorry. I thought we were talking about the Away Out moment. 
Oh, we'll get to that one. I do have yeah. notes on there for that. Um, no, so this is, uh, I can't remember, it was the guy who's working on Fortnite at Epic Games, and Jeff Healy just kind of called him out and was like, hey, sir, earlier this yeah. year, <laughs> you uh, you actually did cross-platform. What's happened with that? And the and I usually I'm like, these moments are pretty staged. That was not staged, because nope, that guy did not know You could tell that guy's face. He was like, yeah, he's like oh, I got to fucking... just ask me this live? Yeah, I did not prepare for this. And I think he had a good answer, which is that, hey, look, there's some platform restrictions that prevent us from doing this, but gamers love to play with their friends, and right now they're not able to if they're on different consoles, and that gamers deserve cross-platform gaming. Yeah. That was awesome. I then I think he'd said it in a way too that wasn't gonna have Sony pissed off at him. But Sony also is not gonna stop having Epic Games on their console, so I don't think they have much to worry about there. Yeah. Especially since they don't have a battle royale mode on their console outside of Fortnite, so that's one more reason. That's right. That's right. That's right. Go on. Go on. Best ongoing game we predicted Overwatch. It went to Overwatch. That's right. It did. That's Great right. moment. With Conan O'Brien after that, where he went through all the Game of the Year awards. Oh, yeah, Conan O'Brien, you silly bitch. <laughs> and um, he ended up recommending, because all the other games are crap. <laughs> he ended up recommending Yahtzee as his favorite Game of the Year. Yep, that was a good running joke. <laughs> that was a great... I mean, great, came yeah, up he's... at PSX, too, during their little keynote. And also, uh, the guys from Jumanji, the new Jumanji movie, mentioned how they love Yahtzee yep. as well. That was pretty funny. Good we had Yahtzee. a world premiere after that. World premiere. For THQ Nordic, Fade to Silence, a survival, I guess it's a survival action game. They call it Saction. And it's, and it's in a, a snowy area, and it's on Steam next week. Snowy Steam, man. Next, another world premiere. World premiere. Bayonetta 1 and 2 coming to the oh, Switch in February. Oh, man, Reggie fils Did you play Bayonetta at all? Never at all. I saw the Neither Bayonetta 2 got a 10 on IGN, though. Did not. It got a 9.5. We got a perfect score a lot of places. It did, but it, I, I thought I got a 10 on IGN as well, and I watched the review because I was curious about it. Um, but there was a great moment where he goes, oh, you think I'm just here for one game announcement? Is what Reggie said. And he goes, yep. world premiere, Bayonetta 3 is also world coming premiere. to the Switch. That was pretty cool. Yeah. One and two coming... February. I want to say like March or February. February, yeah. And then I'm probably not going to get it because that's just not my kind of game that I usually uh, play. But I'll probably get it. I mean, I'm not going to play much else on the Switch, so might as well. Yeah. We'll see. We'll at least have someone to talk about it. Best esports player went to Faker. We didn't even really have a prediction because we don't really know esports players. That's right, that's right, that's right. Next, world premiere. The longest world premiere of the night. From a leading developer, Kojima Productions, Death Stranding. One of the strangest game trailers I've ever seen. Oh my god, but... If that doesn't make you want to play that game, I don't know what the fuck else will. That was yeah. super enthralling. Yeah, it was very, very interesting. I think it's also the first one that showcased a little tease at how the game is going to play a little bit. Because they had that little like mechanical arm light thing that came from yeah. their back. And it seemed to track whatever this like spirit thing that's kind of walking around them. It's it's really hard to describe. It, this game. No one knows. No one knows. But anything it was tracking it. them, and at PSX, kind of spoiler for that, Kojima came out wearing one of those things. So yep. clearly, they are integral to the game. Otherwise, they wouldn't be showcasing it that much. I still cannot tell you what this game is about. I can't tell you why there's a baby in Norman Reedus's esophagus, <laughs> and it's giving a thumbs up. <laughs> Give it a thumbs up. It was so funny too. Just like, hey, what's up? Thumbs up. That was so weird. <laughs> Norman so Reedus strange. ate a baby whole. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, uh, that was not 
gameplay. That was real. Norman Aidus ate that baby. He did. He had the he performance did. capture eat that baby. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just live action. He just shot that. They're like, okay. Normus, eat the baby. We're going to stick this camera down your throat. <laughs> so it happened. Nice. Uh, yeah, that was an eight-minute trailer. Yeah, it didn't seem that long, but it was a good trailer, though. I yeah. just, I'm worried that they're going to overhype this game by having it teased in a major way every year. Yeah. But Kojima has a good reputation, so we'll see. Next up was Sea of Thieves has a release date now for March 20th, 2018. Uh, that's the same like week as everything else we've already said this week. Yeah, March is going to be huge. It's like uh, October 27th of this year. It was like yeah, Mario so not everything and Wolfenstein. Is good. Except not everything is good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just what game did you just say? I forgot. Sea, sea of Thieves. thieves. And, yeah. and the crew, too. And... It's so sad and that that's that was Microsoft's biggest thing at the Game Awards. I know that's sad. Like Cuphead was won some awards. That's really great. That's not going to sell any consoles. Sea of Thieves is a high. It comes from a reputable enough developer that it could have sold games, but I still really couldn't tell you what it looks like. This is going to be a No Man's Sky. I really am convinced of it. No Mansky. A No Mansky. What was next? The best student game. When I had Justine, she uh, called this one. She called it the best student film of the year. I know. <laughs> I thought that was great. It went to level squared. Don't know what that is. I haven't played the, the, those games. I love how he ended his speech, though. He's like, I graduate next week. Somebody hire me, please. <laughs> that was. I'm sure we'll get hired. Who wouldn't want to hire him yep. at this point? Um, world premiere from the creators world of premiere. Van- Vanishing of Ethan Carter. It starts off as a walking simulator, and I'm like, this is really gorgeous looking. And then there's yeah. a demon in front of him, and he pulls out a gun, and I'm like, wait, what? One of my favorite, like, kind of switcheroos is, like, from the creators of uh, of uh, uh, Vanishing of, uh, of Ethan Carter, and it says, oh, and also Bulletstorm, and, <laughs> and, <pay laughs> and this other game as well, yeah. That was pretty funny. It's yeah, like a um, Yeah, it does look really fun. It's really, really gorgeous, too. Yeah. The, I don't... I, the there was like a particle effect or like the of a dusty wind kind of coming over the environment at a certain point and that looked really cool then we have the developer of a way out oh my god i hated this so you hated this Please i don't. hated it so he gets up on stage and i i mean if it was staged it went on way too long and jeff it Keighley, was not he was staged clearly jeff Keighley with it. did not look comfortable i mean there there are rumors like saying hey He's just going to go up and speak his mind for a little bit, and it might be a little racy, whatever he's going to say. But he's like, can man, I say fuck on, on here? Can I say fuck on here? And, and he's, he's like, yeah, you can say fuck. Oscars. And then fuck he just, the like, Oscars. held his finger up to the camera, middle finger up to the camera. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, I understand it's internet streaming, and they had the disclaimer. But still, like, as for a, an award show that Jeff Keighley, year over year, is trying to make even better and more legitimate to, like, Get on there and say, hey, fuck the Oscars. That puts a bad taste in people's mouth when they talk about video games. And Why don't though people seem to legit. love it online? I'm yeah, more on your side. Dead. I thought it was a little bit much. Yeah. Like, I, I'm totally cool with the developer speaking their mind. I think the guy from Epic's did it, Epic Games did it in a much better way. Where he's like, I got to speak my mind right now. I'm going to. And he's very professional. This guy, like, at first this guy said, fuck that microtransaction bullshit. And then kind of dissed EA. It's like, I mean, but like EA is going to be very, EA very well. EA is publishing his EA Origins game. Yeah. So, like, I can't imagine EA is happy with him. Yeah. They don't need anything more on their plate at this point. It was just stupid all around. Yeah. But um, it led to some a cool announcement. Yeah, it's coming out March 23rd, 2018. Didn't we just talk about how that game was getting delayed until 2019? 
No, that's what you ex- you guessed it to be. You're like, oh, I don't think we'll see that game until 2019. No, and I also was you thought it was revealed a long time ago. There was a um, there was a reveal. Uh, there was a like an announcement. Um, not an announcement, a, like a leak or a rumor or something like that. We did in one of our news segments in the episode where I thought we mentioned it was getting delayed till 2019. It's probably Again, another that was a rumor, one of your liar news sources, but obviously not. But Next another up, cool thing about that that yeah. Jeff Keighley tried kept trying to get him to say, but he wouldn't say it, which was supposed to be the whole reason he was up there was the release date itself, March 23rd, and also that you can somebody can play with you without them having a copy of the game. Oh, I didn't even know that because he yeah, was going that, on a random tangent about <laughs> Jeff Keighley kept nothing. trying to lead him into that, but he would just never say it. Uh, so yeah, if I have the game and you don't, we can still play together online. That's really smart. I'm actually surprised that EA is allowing that of all companies. Yeah. Well, I mean, PS4 already has that share play, which is very similar, where you can play like that for an mm-hmm. hour. But cool stuff. All right. Just really quick, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I love how Dwayne Johnson was not okay with his 3 out of 10 review on Spy Hunter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was really awesome. Game Informer responded as a tweet or something like that saying, hey, if you want to come over and play with us, we'll let you know how terrible it is. <laughs> they said it kind of like um, funnily, but anyway. World premiere, Dreams, coming in 2018. Yeah, it's starting to look more and more intriguing. I'm still not sold on yeah. it. But. The, the thing about these creation games is they always look intriguing. I'm never going to make anything that oh, looks no, as cool as the Oh, no, I will not use thing. any of the creation tools, but I will yeah. play the campaign. And I'll see what other people created, but yeah, it looks interesting. There was a tribute to Andrew House, which was kind of nice, and then they had games for Impact, which we predicted. It's been a while since we did an, uh, an award, actually. So um, games for Impact, we predicted Hellblade. The winner is Hellblade. They showed off the new desert map in PUBG after that. Then they had Look the performance. It's Sandy. They had the profess- uh, best performance after that. We predicted a Mil- um, Melina Jurgens, and the winner was Melina Jurgens. From Hellblade. From Hellblade. We had a world premiere. Actually, this is the last world of four premiere. things now. World premiere. The creators of Payday 1 and 2 came over, and they showed a four-player horror game called GTFO. Oh, yeah. That actually looks super interesting. It does. It's kind of like you are descending deep below the surface of the planet, it looks like. And then you're trying to collect something down there, then get out. But there are, like, these creatures that are coming after you. Get the fuck out. They trademark, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Best Game Direction was the second-to-last award. And we predicted Breath of the Wild. It was Breath of the Wild. Yep. And then lastly, there was a world premiere. World premiere. Another trailer for Metro Exodus coming out in fall yes. 2018. Yes. Fall 2018. What did you think of the Metro Exodus? I'm, I'm kind of biased because I just love those games. I'm super into it. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to play Metro at some point next year so yep. you can kind of catch up with that. Because those games are really good. I think they're very, very underrated. Especially since they kind of fixed them up in the, the um, remasters or the re-releases a little bit. Lastly... We had the Game of the Year, which we predicted was going to be Breath of the Wild, and it was Breath of it the Wild. It was, in fact, Breath of the Wild. It was Breath of the Wild. On the Wii U. <laughs> On the Wii U. The Switch version didn't get nominated. I was very surprised. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'd never even put that together that a Wii U game won yep. the Game of the Year. <laughs> that is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> um, oh, man. So, yeah. Overall, what did you think of the Game Awards this year? Because I thought this was one step closer to exactly what we want it to be. Yeah, it I thought this a was a high-profile the... event. I thought the the Game Awards orchestra was really cool. Mm-hmm. I thought the musical act this time was a lot more appropriate for the audience and things like that that we were going towards. 
Yeah, I found this video on YouTube, and it was just a 15-minute montage of all the cringeworthy moments in past Game Awards. Yeah, no Shik Hydro Man. Yeah, oh my god, that was terrible. They had a, a game, like a musical performance that was just soft-spoken like music, and I'm like, this just kills <laughs> the, like the, the environment and what people are looking for all together. Yeah, I thought this was the best one so far. There were still oh, some things that... Um, I think could have changed. Like, I honestly didn't like that there were like normal advertisements in the middle. I mean, you got to pay for it. I don't think got to pay, pay for, for it. But thing. don't these developers like? Didn't Nintendo pay to be involved and show off Bayonetta? Didn't Nintendo? I didn't like uh, Sony pay to show off like some content there. Like, I feel like they already get paid for that kind of stuff. But whatever. Um, when I was watching the montage reel, though, I didn't realize though this is actually a really big step up from last year. Yeah. There were a lot of, like, weird things. Like, Jeff Keighley was more professional, and there weren't awkward moments around him. Like, there was one event uh, time last year where he just went to an audience member, and it was like, hey, so, like, what do you think of the show so far? And he was just <laughs> like, I like the stuff that's being announced. <laughs> he was just super on the spot and just uncomfortable. And then he said Chick Hydro Man was the worst. Yeah. They never once mentioned, like, um, and the best game... Um, uh, best art direction brought to you by you know McDonald's McCafe. Like they didn't do anything like that, even though yeah. they were named that on the ballot. They didn't say it during the award show itself. So I thought this was really good. I think it's important that we have stuff like this in the game awards because yeah, IGN has a game of the awards and all these other you know outlets have different game awards. But this is a consensus. This is like saying hey, this is what the gamers think. This is what all the outlets are kind of unanimous thinking, and there's a consensus around it. And I, I like yeah. that. I was a little bummed cool. that Horizon didn't win a single thing. Yeah, I was surprised yeah. by that, honestly. Because as much as I, I mean, didn't I care for that game, I, I, I liked the music of that game when I was playing it. I yeah. thought it had an interesting story, and everyone who raised the game says how great the story is. Like, I just expected something. There isn't. What I would say is I'm bummed that that happened, but there's not any award that I think I disagree with. I totally yeah. see every single one. I'm like, all right, we just had a really fucking great year for gaming. Yeah. It also came out in the beginning of the year. And it totally got overshadowed by Zelda. Like, yeah. put the quality of those games aside for a second. There was just so much talk about Zelda in the beginning of the year. Well, uh, because it was also a console launch, too, yeah. Yeah, like, it just... I think it really overwhelmed the the mind uh, the uh, mind share that yeah. Horizon got. But we're going to see Horizon again. Like, there's definitely going to be a sequel to that game. And we'll talk a little bit about it here in our PSX discussion! Because Horizon Zero Dawn 2... Uh, 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 was not announced. That's true. Uh, so PSX this year was not a keynote or a media showcase or anything like that because they did that with Paris Games Week. Instead, mm -hmm. I kind of I, I enjoyed this a little bit. It was a change from previous years, uh, and they just had some discussions with some game developers on stage, showed yeah. off a couple of things. I watched a few of it, a little a bit of it, a few of it, a few that's, of it. That's a good. Sentence. Yeah, I was I was trying to say a few of the thing like the few of the interviews, and then just changed thought midway through. And I'm an idiot. I'm not as perfect as you, Chad. Yeah, We've been over this. One thing I loved just in general about the whole PSX thing is how is their commitment to PSVR. They yeah, are there's a lot now of PSVR. a little over a year into the life cycle of PSVR, and we are now starting to see, like, cool, we understand how it works now. Here's what's coming out. And they had, like, 80 demoable units at PSX. Mm -hmm. They had so many big games coming out for it. We'll talk about a couple starting with Firewall Zero Hour for PSVR which is a 4v4 tactical first-person shooter exclusive. <clears throat> it basically looks like um, 
Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, okay. In VR. Okay. Uh, Last Guardian VR. It's a 15 to 20 minute little free thing coming out tomorrow, actually. That sounds interesting. So I want to play little... that game. Yeah, me too. I was yeah. thinking about that today. I was like, you know what? Shadow of the Colossus is coming out. I should download that. I'm sure mm-hmm. it'll go free or with PlayStation Plus or discounted or something like that. But Wipeout VR, the entire remastered game for PS4, all the tracks and modes and things like that from HD and Omega uh, coming in tw- early 2018. That just sounds so nauseating to play a Wipeout game. It's so oh, fast-paced. Man. I can't fucking wait. That's going to be It's cool, too, is it is not a separate purchase. Like, if you have the game... Right, it is a VR, VR mode that's updated to yeah, the PS4 game. That's great. That's cool. I'm excited as F. That's another one of those games like Resident Evil where it's like, cool, now you can just play the whole game, every mode in VR as well. Mm-hmm. Then they had, um, from Santa Monica Studios, I forget the guy's name, but he came out and they talked a little bit about God of War and up? the demo uh, that they yeah. showed at um, Paris Games Week. And how they like, no didn't date. have the dialogue system figured out for the boy yet. So during that, they were like dropping in his dialogue piecemeal instead of the actual game engine running it. But I think the one big thing that came from that is that the game is going to be right now about 25 to 35 hours. So I looked into this a little bit. And he's, this, this concerns me, actually, because he said, well, we intended the game to be 15 hours long. Turns out yeah. it's 10 to 20 hours longer than that. Yep. That isn't. Like, it's cool when you say, yeah, it's going to be 35 hours, potentially. That sounds great. But when you hear it from the perspective of, we wanted it to be shorter, now it's a lot longer, there could be some moments, to me, it sounds like there could be some moments that really drag. Well, I thought it was just cool that they were like, wow, we found a lot of information, we want, or a lot of narrative and story and cool things that we want to put into this game. They were like, we yeah. just got to make it longer to fit. Rather we'll than see. saying, well, we wanted to make a 20-hour game, but we only had, like, 12 hours of content, no, like no, Shadow so, of War style, so we're going to drag it out and buffer a lot of shit. No, no, no. What, what he basically said is, we planned for this game to be 15 hours long, and then in play testing, when people were playing through it, it turns out it was 25 to 35 hours in length. Yeah, because people were just exploring. We'll see. Yep. We'll see what happens. But I'm excited. I'm that has me more worried than excited, but that's we'll because see. it's not published by Nintendo. That's, <laughs> that's next not true. Up, that is very true. My most anticipated game have... right now is Last of Us Part Two. That's totally not valid. <laughs> we had Dreams. They did say it's going to be three interwoven stories. They did confirm <clears throat> several times coming in 2018, <clears throat> and there's a beta coming at some point in the future. Uh, so yeah, still don't quite know what that beta. game is. It looks more intri- intriguing though. Wait, the beta that's supposed to come out. Last year, then this year, is now coming out next year? Yeah. What? This part here was my favorite part. Detroit Become Human. First of all, the script for this is over 2,000 pages long. They've mentioned that so many times, though. Yep. They've Very already said cool. that so many times. But they had a, a play-along for one of the things where you're with the Android and you're the... They had a play-along sing-along? A play-along sing-along, yeah. So they just had one guy doing one scenario. And there's a cool mechanic where... You can explore all these different parts of the room or the the level that you're in. And the more that you explore, the more you can use in this, like, on interrogation because you're talking someone down from killing himself with a girl. Um, yeah, you should interrogate but the more, that person. The more successful <laughs> Make them you feel are really at, bad like, about themselves. The hostage situation, like, the more likely you are. Yeah. So if you go and you're like, oh, I pick up a picture and I can learn about his family and I can now use this as fodder to talk him down. 
and there's like a little counter that's like, all right, you were going to be 68% successful. So you could not gather any of this stuff and just say everything exactly right. Or you could have a little leeway by gathering a lot of information and it unlocks new dialogue options. Yeah, there's um, this actually was funny. This is the first thing they showed off of the game was that moment. Yeah. When they first showed gameplay, it was that moment. I'm really excited about this game. I'm very curious what it's going to look like. It looks super gorgeous. Every time they show it off, they show off interesting decisions that you're you're having to make. So this is definitely going to be a buy for me when it comes out. Very excited about it. And I'd say that's a buy. That's did community. you see the Sean Layden, Greg Miller conversation? Yep. So in there, Sean Layden strongly suggested this game is coming out in spring. Yeah. Well, they so said sooner. It. Yeah. They accidentally said spring. And then it was like, yeah. oh. And Greg said, was that a mistake? Should he not have said spring? Or is he, are you going to be bad? And he was like, uh, no, no, that's fine. It's going to be spring. Yeah. Donut County was next. This is where you woke up from your nap and joined the stream again. Yes, I took an I took a nap. Uh, so Donut County's a thing, I guess. Great. Mm-hmm. There's a Dolphins game I missed. Was this Echo the Dolphin or was this just another Dolphins game? Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but oh. um, it's it seems like it's kind of like I'm probably very wrong here. It seems like it's journey esque in the sense that you're just kind of like a dolphin swimming around. And taking I don't know. in the environment of the scenery. Looks dumb. Probably won't play it. VR I like, included. I liked it. It looked fun. Blaz Blue cross tag battle. If you're in a Blaz Blue, cool. Come in 2018. I've played every single game, 100% completion. It's my favorite series of all time. I know. I, I know. can't tell you a single thing about it, though. I don't know. Soul Calibur 6 coming in 2018. Uh, they showed Monster Hunter World a little bit more. There is actually right the game now is super still, good a, looking. Yeah, I know, right? Super good looking. I'm trying to download and play the the beta. The beta? Yeah, when's that? December twelfth. It so, ends December twelfth. Oh, okay. So it was so Saturday should, through tomorrow. I should download that then. <laughs> um, they re, they're also saying since it's Capcom that's developing it, Mega Man can now be your sidekick, which is weird. That was and, really bizarre. And you can, when you're using certain weapons, play music from the Mega Man games. It's as well. Mega Man. A 3D 8-bit version of him, essentially. Yep. Like, he's just, it, like it a looks Minecraft so out of, of place. Him. Yeah, exactly. A Minecraft version of him. It looks kind of out of place, but zany and wacky at the same time. Fun stuff. Death fun Stranding. Stuff. Saw the same trailer again. All eight minutes of it. At this time, it made a lot more sense, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not. No, so, it did. Um, that's cool. They told, like, some cool anecdotal stories and things. Yeah, like that. so... on stage. Mark Cerny even mentioned that... You don't fully understand the game mechanics until you're three to four hours into the game. Yep. He could have just been saying that, or he could have played three to four hours of the game and understands the mechanics now. I don't think there are three to four hours of playable game there. Yeah, we'll see. Well, if it's like a, if it's like a, how long was Metal Gear Solid Five? It was super long, wasn't it? I mean, it, it, you could play it forever. I mean, the story missions, I don't know, maybe eight, ten hours, maybe. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I, mean, I, thought that, I thought that was like a 25 hour game, in which case maybe they do have three to four hours done of it already. No, and also the story doesn't end. I mean, it, well, it literally just <clears> ends <throat> out of nowhere. But uh, Medieval <clears throat> is coming yeah. out. Yeah. I'm a excited PS1 about game, that. Sir Daniel, coming back in a PS4 remaster. <clears throat> I'm excited a, about that. Another t shirt reveal. I never had a PlayStation Layden. 1, but I did play a demo disc of that, and I liked it. So. A DD! Like, I, I distinctly remember that demo disc, actually, like even before they announced this. Actually, I think I texted you, and I'm like, is this Medi-Evil? I can't believe I even remember yep. that game. And then they wrapped up the conversation <clears throat> at the end with Greg Miller interviewing some people. And yep. uh, there are a couple of cool things that came from that. One is that he interviewed Sean Layden saying, when can we change our names? And Sean Layden said, 
I'm hoping yes. that next year we won't have to have this discussion. Yeah, they've been working on this for so long. I'm I'm surprised because even Sean Layden was like, look, this is a more complicated problem than you would imagine, which seems yeah. weird. Like you think there's just a line of code in there that says player name and they could just write in a command that says change the player name. So it must be something really baked into the system. Yeah. That keeps that player name the same. And then they showed off some more concrete genie gameplay, which I was interested to see. One of those games I'm probably not going to pick up, but looks kind of cool. Where you're painting monsters and things like that in the world. The <clears> painting <throat> mechanics. Yeah, it's like a graffiti cool. game. Yeah. I love how Greg was kind of saying, like, uh, you ripped it off Nelson from. <laughs> Delson. Delson from. Uh, Nelson's Nelson. a stupid name. Delson's a cool name. Sorry. Although he's I don't know a my PlayStation. Character. But other announcements that came from PSX, because it's a weekend long event. Ver- the Rick and Morty virtual reality from Squanch Tendo and Squanch, Ten- Squanch Games is coming to PlayStation VR this month. Is, uh, in 2018, sorry. In 2018. That was previously an Oculus exclusive game, so I'm very excited to play that. Patapon 2, getting that PS4 remaster. Oh, yeah. play that. Hopefully they fix the, the audio issue syncing. Uh, Blood and Truth. This game is the one from the guys who did the London Heist demo. It's a VR game. The one that looks like an Unreal shooter, but you swear it's not? Well, they showed gameplay, 15 minutes of it, and it's not an Unreal shooter. That's good, because it looked so much like one in the first trailer. Right. The, the reason is, they instead of teleporting, like a lot of people do, you do the same thing where you say, I want to go to here, and then your character walks to there. Rather than you like okay. moving a thumbstick or something like that, so it appears on. Rails, so that's why it looks super super, super okay. smooth and things like that. But uh, I'm very excited for that game. The mechanics look awesome. The uh, like climbing up a ladder, you're actually doing that in VR. You're sliding through the excuse me the air ducts and things like that, and then of course shooting is fun in VR. Cool. cool. And then there were one more thing before we get to Naughty Dog stuff. Evil Within Two has now a free trial, so I'm going to download that. I would play that for sure. I'm really interested in that, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to spend the money because I still have other shit, so much other shit to play. Uncharted sales. So there's a, Naughty Dog, a couple Naughty Dog panels, one for the yeah. Uncharted anniversary and then one for Last of Us. 41 million since 2007. 41.7 million. Oh, sorry. And it's 10 years of existence. Now it's impressive. Before I wasn't that impressed. But you know what else is impressive? Million. Is that as of last May, it was at 28 million. Yeah, so most of that was Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy. Or, or people just buying the collections, things like that, too, after 4 came out. So you don't know that. I would say most people bought Good for that. Uncharted I mean, that's, that's like Sony's probably biggest franchise right now, is that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that franchise is not going away. Lost Legacy was a giant test just to see if they could release an Uncharted game without Nathan Drake in it. Yep. And then uh, at the... Last of Us 2 panel, Neil Druckmann was talking about how much of the game is done, and he quoted, we've hated off a bunch of levels, and we're at, like, 50 to 60% completed? I don't know how far. But that's actually super surprising to me to hear that they might be about halfway done with that game. Mm-hmm. And we, that, it means it's coming out in January of next year, clearly. That's exactly right. Hashtag yeah. exactly right. Now, they like to polish their games a lot, so I'm sure even when it's, like, I'm sure the last 90% of their development is still a long time. Yeah. So I I still think that's going to be mid-2019, I'd say, at the earliest. Mid-2019. 
mid, but mid twenty nineteen. And that's all the news that I've got from PSX. Do you have anything in there? Um, no, I mean everything I was going to talk about, we talked about in um around Death Stranding. We just talked about during the Death Stranding conversation already. So yeah, there was like it's a, a cool week for Kojima video games. Talked some more about the gameplay, celebrating stuff, yeah. seeing new trailers. I think Talking there was some mild games. stuff in there, but. I do want to kind of, I don't know, I was kind of bothered by Sony this year. I feel like they didn't really show off a whole lot of stuff this year. You had some cool Last of Us trailers, you had some cool trailers and stuff like that, but I just feel like we kept saying, seeing the same games over and over again every single press conference. So I'm excited that we're kind of coming to the end of these games and we're going to start seeing some new things. But the only game I can think of that was like, this game was announced this year and it looks cool, is Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, which we didn't really see more of. Which is fine, because so we just saw that very it. recently. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Uh, actually, Mark Cerny talked a little bit about... Um, or no, Shuhi Yushida was talking a little bit about how he played that game back in like 2015, and even then the sword combat was, was really solid. So it's definitely going to be a third-person action game, which probably was already pretty obvious, considering it's coming from Sucker Punch. Yeah. But so I, I just... I kind of... I don't know. My expectation was... My hope was, well... E3 2017 was very similar to E3 2016, and, you know, TGS and Paris Week and all this stuff kind of showed off a lot of the same stuff. Maybe they got some, like, really big guns to show well, off. That was your experience. fault for expecting that, because they already said, hey, this is a very low-key... No, I, I'm not just talking... I'm not talking, like, initially going into it. I'm just saying, like, in the scope of the year, like, after yeah. Paris Week, when I saw what happened at Paris Week, I'm like, oh, okay, PlayStation Experience is probably going to be huge. No, they even said that before... Paris Games Week. That did they really? Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. So I I hope that they have a lot of stuff to show off next year. They will, of course, and they've got a lot of shit to release next year as well. Yeah, I, I'm honestly I'm as much as God of War coming out in March makes complete sense. It seems weird that that hasn't been announced yet. March is not that far away. Like yeah. normally, you'd have a release date for that time frame about now. So thinking, like, yep. what event between now and then would they show off? Oh, I'm sure it would be just, like, a blog post or something. Just saying, hey, coming out this day, here's a collector's edition. Yeah. All right. We'll find out. But I don't have anything left for the episode. Do you have anything left? No. Just no what do you think of BSX as a whole and the Game Awards as a whole? Uh, Game Awards as a whole, we already talked about. It's true. I'll show it up. I think it's, I think it's <laughs> the best rendition of it that's ever been. More and more professional and more PSX a little bit. Uh, yeah, PSX, I definitely understand why it was a little more low-key. I thought they were still, I thought it was a huge win for PlayStation VR and showing their commitment for that. And I thought mm-hmm. it was really cool that if you're at the experience, I mean, that's what PlayStation experience is about for all of the Sony fans to get hands on all of their favorite cool things coming up. And if you're there, there are so many demo kiosks for all of these games to, yeah. to actually play, which is super cool. And that's really what it's about. So, I thought they were successful in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't awful. I just want to see more from them next year. I think you're going to be disappointed again. I don't think you understand what PSX is anymore. They've been, they've had some big announcements at PSX before in the past. Usually, like, one or two, yeah. Last of Us Part 2 was announced at PSX, wasn't it? I don't remember. I, I think it was. But yeah, that might have been the one or two. But this year they announced Wipeout VR, so 
Which is clearly on the same level <laughs> as Last of Us. And they also announced Medieval, so... Mm-hmm. I still think the Wipeout VR sounds awful. It just sounds terrible. Actually, one of the one like though, four minutes of Thumper, VR. Thumper is a really fast-paced VR game. Yeah. And that's very enjoyable, so... Def. Most def. Yeah. Well, everyone, our game of the month, keep playing it, Bioshock. We'll talk about it on the end of, like, last few days of December. Yeah, it'll be the last episode of the month. Post-Christmas. Next year, though, we have our very exciting year in review, and you finally get to know what our... Next week, yeah. Uh, No, next year, we're going to talk about all this stuff. At the end of 2019, 2018, we're going to talk about 2017. Next week, we're going to do Game uh, game uh, of the Year as well. So we'll talk about our kind of favorite games of the year, um, some highlights for us. Um, It's going to be exciting. You're not going to want to miss that episode. I will. I want to miss that episode. Do you know why? Why? Because I want to come back and listen to it 40 times afterwards. (laughs) Oh, Yeah, it's so exciting. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.